Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, I don't think it's controversial to say that that elections often contain a lot of kind of silly political nonsense, a lot of political gamesmanship. And that's nothing new. But at the same time, and maybe it's a little aspirational, but elections can be or at least should be an opportunity to discuss where things are headed and where they need to go. In the case of the upcoming provincial election, it should be an ideal opportunity uh, to talk about Alberta's fiscal future. Are we on the right path? What kinds of policies would get us on the right path? So it's an opportunity to, to raise these issues and maybe put it in the hands of voters, that they can be the ones asking candidates about these kinds of issues. Um, so it's not just the political parties setting the agenda, and I think that that's important. Today, the Calgary Chamber has launched a provincial election policy platform that they've entitled Businesses Drive Cities That Thrive. Joining us to talk uh, a bit more about uh, why they've decided to weigh in and what issues they would like to see highlighted. Very pleased to welcome the program uh, Sandeep Lali, President and CEO of the Calgary Chamber, calgarychamber.com. Sandeep, thank you for joining us here today. Welcome to the program. Thank you. So in terms of uh, why, first of all, uh, the Calgary Chamber believes it's important to have a voice in this campaign to, to raise some important issues. What, what do you see as, as the Chamber's role? Our role as a nonpartisan business founded and, gov- and business funded with no government funding at all um, is to make sure that the voice of the business community is heard and that as citizens we really vote on policies that we want to see govern our our businesses and our community and so that's why we want to take an active role in this is to really get educated on policy and move forward in a way that grows our economy do you feel that otherwise these these issues would be overlooked i mean is is this part of the the motivation is to ensure that you know we don't leave it in the hands of politicians to raise these issues yeah i think that where these issues can get glazed over or messaged or whatever the practical points that we deal with every day in business can get glossed over because they're running towards something right and we want to make sure that it's running towards good stewardship and good governance around the business community for growth all right so Let's talk a bit about some of these specific recommendations. Now, first of all, the the title of all of this is Businesses Drive Cities That Thrive. So really what we're talking about here is kind of a business-friendly sort of platform, or at least a, a pro-growth platform. What's, what's the overall impetus here? Yeah, it's definitely a pro-growth platform. And the, the thing is, like, as households, and we all know this, that if – our businesses aren't doing good, our employers not doing well, our households not doing good. We're connecting the dot that, and the reminder that business and vibrant community are intrinsically linked as we move forward, and they always will be. And so that's what we want to make sure doesn't get lost in this conversation, is that when you're voting, 
vote for a policy that's going to grow your employer, your business, your economy, because that is going to equal a vibrant household. Well, the top of the list is the question of the corporate tax rate. Uh, the current government, one of their first acts, in fact, is, as government was to raise Alberta's provincial corporate income tax rate from 10% to 12%. And what's been the impact of that, and why is it important to, to revisit that decision? Yeah, our call on that is to 100% revisit that decision because we want to look at a full corporate tax review and say, you know what, this has impacted competitiveness on top of all the other costs that businesses have had layered into them. We are not as competitive in our marketplaces and we can't even reach our marketplaces. So the corporate tax rate has actually impacted people from not investing in Alberta, in Calgary. Specifically, do you have thoughts on on what that rate needs to be? Do we need to just go back to where it was? Should we be looking at an even lower rate? We need to get it to a rate that's low enough that makes us competitive. And so need to look at that in the long game. The point here is if you lower the rate, you increase the chances of investment, investor confidence, more businesses start to turn up, you broaden your tax base. Like it's very, it's, it's too single-minded right now. We need to be looking at the long, broader strategy to say what is going to make Alberta prosper, what is going to make the businesses prosper, and having more businesses that are paying taxes, that broadens your tax base. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not just the, the tax rate that imposes costs on businesses. Uh, there are all kinds of different uh, costs, regulations that businesses are coping with. Now, you know, some of it comes from the provincial government. Some of it comes from other layers of government. Uh, but what kind of targeted reduction when it comes to that regulation do, do we need in Alberta? Yeah, we're asking for um, when you're looking at the regulations, if you're introducing one, remove two. Do an overall assessment of these layered costs. And look at what the implications of other levels of government are, too. They're still hitting your citizen. They're still hitting our economy. And so look at a layered cost assessment. And if you've got... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're putting in a regulation, take two out. Other provinces have done this and it's worked quite effectively. And that's what we're asking for is that this burden that that businesses will keep taking this on is is not, it's it's a zero-sum game. Just a call for a return to balanced budgets. And, you know, I, I think there's an overarching case for, for you know, governments being fiscally responsible, living within their means, as it were, uh, not piling up uh, deficits and, and adding to, to debt. But how does that speak specifically to, to the conditions that, that allow for businesses to thrive? What's the connection between that and, and whether governments uh, are running deficits? Yeah, you know what, if the government, and we're asking for a long-term view on this as well, where you lead to operational balanced spending, and what we're saying there is once you have that, that reduces the risk of government's temptation to raise taxes and things like that, and that provides certainty back into the investors, to the tax climate that they're investing in, and then that's when we know that 
we actually have a government that is functioning in a commercially sensible way that is going to be enabling growth within our economy and investors like that, marketplace likes that, that certainty. Well, when it comes to, to certainty and investor confidence, and, and you also talk in this about, um, you know, a, a government that's committed to uh, avoid market intervention, a government that's committed to uh, following the rule of law and honoring contracts. Um, you know, you, you state in the news release that many investors now see Alberta as too risky. When it comes to investor confidence and certainty, what, what needs to be fixed? This is where we're asking for good governance and accountability. We're asking for that certainty so that what they, what they can fix is like, if you're gonna do something, okay, let's have meaningful consultation. Let's have some reasonable time frame to implement these things and create that environment for competitiveness so that we can go and get markets. When you do that and you create an environment for investment, governments are the first ones to benefit from things like that. All right. So you've put this out there. Uh, I mean, it's it's certainly, I think, maybe for, for the public to read and, and to press candidates on. I mean, wh- what do you hope comes of this? Do you want the parties to to adopt some of this? Do you want voters to, to ask questions uh, of politicians about these issues? How do you hope that this will impact yeah. the debate? Yeah, no, absolutely. These five principles, they're fundamental. This is how we run our businesses. We're very fiscally responsible. So we want the citizens to ask the, the parties about this, their candidates about this, question this, vote for policy is what we're asking for. And we want each of these parties to adopt these principles and talk about them, build them in. Don't dismiss them, because if you dismiss them, there's going to be a citizen that's going to ask you and say, hey, the chamber was talking about um, driving productivity with regulatory and tax reform, or the chamber's talking about good governance and accountability. Tell me how you've been accountable. How will your government be accountable? Those are the kinds of things we're hoping for, because we really need engaged citizens because that's how we want to make sure that we can go forward with policies that really promote growth and really promote what we can do because businesses are thriving to grow. They really do want to get to market. Absolutely. Uh, Much more at calgarychamber.com. Sandeep, thank you so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate this. All right. Thanks for the opportunity. All right. Take care. Uh, That is Sandeep Lawley, President and CEO of the Calgary Chamber. So they they want a policy-driven election. Uh, well, okay. I mean, uh, we can all come up with our wish lists. Uh, I don't know how realistic that is. But at the same time, I mean, there, there's an opportunity. Look, if we're going to uh, demand that the government, or the NDP, that is, be accountable for decisions they've made, we should also be demanding of the other parties what they would do differently. And this this is kind of an interesting roadmap, maybe, of, of the sorts of policies that uh, I'd like to hear. I mean, number one, a cut to the corporate tax rate. The NDP, I think, one of the reasons why that was one of the first things they did as government, because they, they thought that there was public support for that. And they had good reason to think so, because the previous government under Jim Prentice, remember they went about doing a whole big budget survey, uh, and they found that there was like something like 70% support for higher corporate tax. Now, you know, that was in the context of an economy that was much stronger. You know, when, when business is booming and the unemployment rate's low and profits are up, you know, the idea of businesses paying their fair share, as it was billed at the time, maybe that's an easier sell. When we've gone through years of some economic hardship and many businesses not even posting a profit and laying people off, 
Maybe the idea of reducing the corporate tax rate is more appealing. I hope that it is. I mean, the evidence is pretty clear about the positive benefits of corporate tax reduction and, you know, the negative consequences of increasing that tax rate. Ultimately, consumers pay. It's easy politics to say, we'll make businesses pay more. But businesses aren't people. You know, rich people pay income taxes. They don't pay corporate taxes. So who do you think makes up the cost of that? It's the consumers. And there have been studies done looking at even Alberta's increase in the corporate tax rate uh, that attempts to quantify how much that has cost the average household. For all the angst about the cost of the uh, carbon tax, there's evidence suggesting that the corporate tax increase has hit households even harder. So for that reason... And to make Alberta more competitive, that seems like an obvious place to start. I don't know if the UCP is officially committed to a reduction in the corporate tax rate or what they think it needs to be at. But absolutely, that should be top of the agenda. All right, 974-8255. So these five principles the Chamber has identified, stability through fiscal responsibility, productivity through regulatory and tax reform, growth through internal trade and access to markets, Certainty through good governance and accountability and preparing for the future by developing and retaining a skilled workforce. More at calgarychamber.com. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.